Welcome back to the Berto Calkins podcast. This is episode five. And as you know, I post episodes every Monday. And thank you for tuning in. I've had a few people ask me about my journey to adopting the vegan lifestyle. And I didn't want my podcast to be about veganism because everything else has touched on veganism, whether that's my Instagram or YouTube. So I wanted to do something a little bit different here. And I decided that I'm going to talk about my journey to the vegan lifestyle, but I'm also going to touch on my eating habits as a kid and how my eating habits have changed over the years. So first, let's talk about me as a child. As a child, I ate whatever was given to me except for lima beans. I hated lima beans. I still don't like lima beans. If I was forced to eat lima beans, I would eat it. But I remember one time that my mom actually gave me lima beans as a side to a dish that we had. And I just couldn't eat it. And my mom, she was like, if you don't eat it, you can't get up from the table. And that's just how it was. <laughs> but I was like literally crying because it was so disgusting. So then she let me get up. <laughs> and we grew up poor. We didn't have much of anything. So we had to rely on welfare for food very often, like the food stamps. And there were times where we even had to get like food from the churches, like, you know, when they talk about government cheese and stuff like that. We had to do that. I remember one time getting, like, powdered milk. It was disgusting, but we had to do what we had to do. But we mostly ate canned foods, so, like, ravioli, a bunch of canned beans, canned vegetables, canned yams, canned everything. <laughs> well, not everything, but for the most part, we had like a lot of canned foods and outside of that we didn't really have fresh veggies like I can't really remember a time where we had like fresh spinach or anything like that in the house I do remember having celery yeah it's celery pretty often which I would eat with peanut butter but that's besides the point but we did, however, have fruit pretty often. So we would get kiwis, which I loved. We would get honeydew, cantaloupe, grapes. Nothing too, like, out there. Pretty much the basics. Oranges and apples. But when it came to the meat that we would eat, we would have ground beef, like, very, very often. And we would also have fried chicken pretty often. And we would also have bacon a lot. I remember it got to a point where me and my mom would cook bacon all of the time in a frying pan and we got tired of the oil like splashing back on us and burning us that we started microwaving bacon and we would eat like a pack together a day. Not all the time, but it did happen where we would just cut it in half and just microwave half earlier in the day and then microwave half later. And I think we were microwaving it for like 15 minutes or 20 minutes I don't know I just know that it was ridiculous but our drinking habits were not good either we would get like the three liter sodas that were I think they started at like 89 cents and then they went up to 99 cents this was years ago we would get like the grape flavor or like the orange flavor 
And me, my mom, and my other brother, when my other siblings moved out, we would go through this three-liter bottle of soda every day, like, consistently. So that's generally how we ate as a family. And even as I got older in high school, I started working out, but I still had not great eating habits. Like, in my neighborhood, we had pizza, mom's pizza. That's what it was called. We had Chinese food. We had Kennedy fried chicken. And then we had the bodegas. So oftentimes, I would go to the bodega to get a steak sandwich, a hero sandwich, lemon chicken on cocoa bread. Like, whatever you can name, they prepared it and I ate it. (laughs) But going back to the working out thing, like, I remember that there were times where I would like try to run outside and I got really bad cramps in my side and I thought it was because I was just a bad runner like I didn't understand but it was because of all of the food that I would be eating that would just not be serving me well like after working out outside at the FDR drive I would go to the bodega to Laura's that's what it's called and then I would get a cheeseburger with everything aka cheeseburger con todo and I would get Hawaiian punch candy I would get knockoff hostess cakes I would get soda like after working out like that was the norm for me and later down the line when I started changing my eating habits I realized I wasn't a bad runner I was just like eating terribly But that was definitely like years and years later. And growing up, I didn't really eat that much like fast food from like the fast food chains like McDonald's or Burger King or anything like that. Mostly with my mom, we just would buy like Wendy's. And that wasn't all the time, but that's the fast food that we would eat. But when I got in high school, well, not right away when I got in high school, but... When I started dating my daughter's mom, that's when I started eating a lot more fast food. Like, she kind of put me on to, like, more McDonald's and whatnot. And previous to that, like, I wouldn't even be, like, eating that much at lunch because I wanted to save my money. So instead of going out to eat, I would just keep my money to myself and then like go in a library and stay on a computer because we didn't have a computer at home so I could like look at motorcycles and stuff but that's how I started like saving a lot of money but once we started dating and going out to eat and stuff like that that's when I started like spending a lot more money on food and buying more McDonald's and spending more money on like Domino's and Little Caesars, stuff like that. And here's a side note for you. When my daughter's mom was pregnant, there was one time that we went to Domino's and Domino's Pizza. And we were eating, I think we were eating like cheesy bread or something like that. And she was pregnant. And that's when she started getting like contractions. And that is what kind of like made her go into labor, us (laughs) eating Domino's. (laughs) So it's pretty funny. But even before that, as I mentioned, we would eat like mostly like fried chicken, ground beef, canned ravioli, stuff like that. And I remember one time that I gave up ground beef 
because I just got tired of eating it. And I think it was for like a month or something like that. And when I went to eat it again, I got like really sick and it only lasted for maybe like a couple days or something like that, or maybe a day. I don't know, but I just started introducing it back to my body. And this is why I say to people all the time, it's like, if you have to develop a tolerance for food, you probably shouldn't eat it. But it was normal to eat like that. Like, I didn't think that ground beef was unhealthy or anything like that. So I just kept on eating it. But if you think about it, like you can go a month without eating a banana and when you eat a banana again like you're not going to get sick from that banana so it's just something to keep in mind and as a kid I watched my mom consume dairy even though she was lactose intolerant like a lot of us are and she would just take these like lactose intolerance pills so she could eat the ice cream so that says a lot about like how we viewed food like we didn't think that there was any outside options we would just take the pill and consume whatever we needed to so we can enjoy it so when I started like learning more about fitness I started making some changes when it came to eating I started like eating like more chicken and rice like you know the typical like bodybuilder diet and like tuna fish and stuff like that and it still didn't occur to me that any of this was like unhealthy So I still consumed it. But when I was in college, I actually started like a blog because the professor was telling us that we should be blogging and stuff like that. So I started a blog and it was dedicated to trying like new things so I can get out of my comfort zone because I was like a shy kid and stuff like that. So I just wanted to further put myself out of my comfort zone so I can like learn new things. And initially I was like, you know what, I'm going to try this vegetarian thing for a week. And then I was like, no, let me do the vegan thing for a week. And I don't know where that really came from. Like even with the vegetarian thing, my brother, he was vegetarian already for years. But even me considering doing vegetarian for a week, I didn't really think about him And when it came to like the vegan thing, I really don't know where I got that from. But I was just like, you know, it's something new, just a challenge. I didn't think about animals. I didn't think about the environment. I didn't think about my health. It was really just me trying like a new challenge. So I decided on like a Friday that I was going to do this challenge and I was going to start it on a Monday. So I didn't do very much research. I don't know if I did any research, but I bought a bunch of like green apples, baby carrots, just like if I was going to be like a raw vegan. And I also didn't buy enough food. I didn't buy a variety of food. It was very basic. I didn't I did not know what I was doing. So I think it might have been like the third or fourth day of the challenge. And I had a break in between classes at college. So I went to Subway to see if they had any options for me. And I saw that they had a veggie patty. So I was just like, yeah, let me grab a veggie patty, try it out. So I got it, started eating it. And then I started thinking, I was like, huh, I wonder if this actually has egg in a veggie patty. And sure enough, it had egg in it. I still finished it. But that was like the first mistake that I made. But I was like, whatever, that's all right. I made a mistake. I'm still going to 
continue with the challenge. So I think it might have been that same day or the next day. I don't know. But I was like, yo, since I've been eating extra clean and vegan, no animal products, if I did some push-ups right now, I would look so cut up and stuff. Like, I would be in great shape. I literally did like 10 push-ups and I felt like I was going to die. And the reason I felt that way is because I wasn't eating enough. So I went to the fridge and there was a gallon of whole milk there. And I drank some and I felt much better. And I felt much better because at that point, anything would make me feel better. Like I was malnourishing myself. So that was officially the end of the challenge. So fast forward a few years later, I graduate college and then I moved to California. And the girl that I moved in with that I was dating, she was pescatarian for like a couple years already. So she would only eat like seafood and, you know, veggies and stuff like that, but no other like animal meat. And I think a couple of months of me being out in California, I decided that I was going to try the pescatarian thing. And I was just, you know, trying something new once again, just staying open minded. And I remember that there was one day that she was picking me up from work when I was working at Zara and she had like a a burger, a Burger King burger for me because I would get the Whopper Jr. with cheese all the time. And even though I told her I was going to like start eating pescatarian like that day or something like that or the day before, I think she still got this. And I was just like, oh, no, I told you I was going to start the pescatarian thing like you like I wanted to eat like that. So then she was like, oh, like I totally forgot. So <laughs> we went back to Burger King and she lied and said that they gave her the wrong food and that she meant to get like a fish fillet for me, <laughs> something like that. So she lied and they didn't believe her, but they still gave it to her anyway. So that was officially the first day of me being pescatarian. And that lasted for me for two years before I made another change. So the pescatarian thing worked out great for me. Like it was easy. It wasn't like I was missing out on much, even though people would say, you know, you're missing this, you're missing that. I'm like, no, as long as I still have shrimp, I have salmon, I'm good. And we would go to like the Cheesecake Factory and get their salmon. And I was happy with that. And we would often go to the supermarket and get fish, like tuna steaks, just different things. But there was this one particular time that we were getting a tuna steak and it was like the last few of them and they were all like turning like purplish color. So we asked one of the sales associates there at the supermarket who we were really cool with, like, is this OK to eat? And he was just like, no, like this is not OK to eat. And there's been so many recalls with the fish at that particular supermarket chain. So we were just like, uh maybe we shouldn't get it and maybe we should start making another change because we consider like the mercury levels which i heard for years and i just didn't make a change based off of it but in that moment we are just like i guess we're gonna go vegetarian so from there we went vegetarian and i was fine with it like even though i did mention that i would you know be happy because i would still have my shrimp and salmon i still gave it up and 
in this case, I was just like, you know, as long as I have my honey buns and my bear claw pastries, I'm good. Like, I'm not really missing out on anything. And that was giving me comfort in like eating the way that I was eating now. So we would get like milk alternatives, but we weren't really that heavy in getting like too many like meat alternatives. I don't know if we were getting any meat alternatives at that moment. We would mostly just be getting like pizza and stuff like that. So four months later, after being vegetarian, she actually sent me an article that she read that said that it was bad karma to consume animals in any form. And that really resonated with me because I have karma tattooed on my arm for like a different reason. But I was just like, I feel like I would be a hypocrite if I was to continue eating this same way and like wearing animals and stuff like that if I believe in karma. So I was just like, uh, I guess we're going to go vegan. And we went vegan. And like immediately after, I'm not sure if it was the next day or something like that, but I started reconsidering my wardrobe. Like I didn't wear that much like leather or anything like that, but I did have some items that had leather or like wool and stuff like that. And I just started like selling this stuff. So like my mind had shifted in that moment. Like I was just like... I don't I don't want to be a part of this like I don't want to wear animals or anything like that I don't want to eat animals so that's when I really started like making the connection to like the animal cruelty involved in eating animal products and just wearing animals and whatnot so eventually we started eating out more like we would go to like veggie grill I remember the first time I went to veggie grill I was just like yo, this is vegan? No, I feel like this is weird. This is confusing to me. I don't think that this is vegan. So we questioned it, but we found out it was vegan. We also, we went to Cafe Gratitude. We went to Follow Your Heart. Like, we were just, like, going to a few places outside of the norm. And it was just, like, good to see that there were more, like, vegan places out there. And when I did decide to move back to New York, I was kind of weary that like I was like am I gonna be able to stick to this vegan thing although like I was like already sharing it on social media and stuff like that but it crossed my mind I was just like yo I'm going back to my old neighborhood which has like Chinese food and Kennedy fried chicken and stuff like that like how am I gonna like live there (laughs) again but when I moved back it was fine I found a lot of alternatives was introduced to other like vegan restaurants and stuff like that so it was all good so it's been over six years of me living a vegan lifestyle and i mostly try to stick to like whole foods and stuff like that because that's when i feel like the the best so i do have my moments where i fluctuate where i'm just like eating a bunch of processed stuff and then other moments where i'm like eating really super healthy But I don't have like a strict way of eating. I just eat the way that I want to eat and I monitor how I feel. And I find that a lot of people don't do that. Like whether it's a vegan lifestyle or vegan diet or not. Like if food is making you feel sick, then you probably shouldn't eat it. And I wish that more people would be able to connect 
they're feeling after eating food to the food that they've been consuming, you know? So even if they don't make a change, I just want people to become more aware of how food makes them feel. So some days I might start off the day eating oatmeal, having a juice, and then I'll end up eating pizza. But that's okay for me because as long as I'm not like eating animals, I'm good. And as long as I'm not indulging too much where I feel sick, then I'm good. I just try to take care of myself as much as possible. And another side note, which is really funny to me, I actually was kind of briefly dating a girl that was vegan except for her eating Kit Kats every once in a while in college. And I remember one time she did actually take me to a place, I'm not sure if they were fully vegan, but in my college neighborhood. And she was like, oh, try try this or whatever. And it was hummus. And I'm not sure if I actually tried it, but I was so disgusted at the thought of having mashed up chickpeas in like a more saucy <laughs> a ground up format and I just didn't really like chickpeas like that anyway but I thought that was funny because I love hummus now anyway I hope you enjoyed hearing my eating journey I would say and how things have changed from me being a child to an adult when it concerns eating and yeah I would appreciate it if you rate this podcast and also leave a review And I'll catch you on the next episode of the Birdo Calkins podcast.